from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Thursday, June the 30th, 2022. Thanks for checking us out on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Louie Butko here. Getting set for tomorrow's game, the Edmonton Elks in town. It is our first, uh, the Hammer game. The Ticats rocking the alternate jerseys for the first time ever. And it's Canada Day. It's the start of a long weekend. Uh, you're going to want to be here, so you can go to slash tickets to make sure you are here. And it should be a fantastic night of football as the Ticats looking to avoid going 0-4, hosting the Edmonton Elks. We'll take a look at who's playing as i got the depth chart in my hand. Uh, we'll run through that. We'll hear from Coach O. We'll hear from Coulter Woodmansey. We'll hear from Dane Evans. And coming up later on in the show, Matthew Shinetti from the CFL on TSN is going to be by. So lots to get to on today's show. It was a uh, great day down here at Tim Hortons Fields. The Tiger Cats held their walkthrough. Uh, before tomorrow's game. Great to see some of the Edmonton press and media in town, including Dave Campbell, Morley Scott, and speaking of Edmonton media, a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy, now available on the Ticats Audio Network, wherever you found this show. You can check that one out too, as I caught up with Brendan Escott. He hosts the uh, Elks pregame and postgame show on Ched Radio in Edmonton, and a great conversation looking at tomorrow's game with Brendan, so go check that out. And uh, speaking of pre and post, tomorrow on the Ticats Audio Network, Bubba O'Neill is back alongside Andy Fantuz, and then of course RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasser have the call starting at 7.30, and before all that, a brand new episode of Tiger Cats Game Day with Mike Daly and Courtney Steven. Some full game day coverage, where else but the Ticats Audio Network. Speaking of game day, I got the depth chart in my hand. Let's see how the Ticats will line up against the Elks tomorrow. And uh, let's start on the offensive line, which is where we see a couple of changes, including the CFL Ticats debut for, not the CFL debut, but the Ticats debut for Colin Kelly, who gets the start at left tackle. Brandon Rebenberg back in the lineup after missing last week. He's at left guard. Jesse Gibbon is the starting center. Coulter Woodmansey makes his season debut at right guard. And Chris Van Zyl holding down the spot at right tackle. At the receivers, you got Stephen Dunbar Jr. and David Unger out wide. You got Tim White, uh, Braylon Addison, and Pappy White lined up at the slot. At quarterback, Dane Evans getting the start. His first CFL start is Wes Hills. Wes Hills gets the start at running back. Jake Burt, the starting fullback. On defense, it'll be Mason Bennett on the end, Micah Johnson at nose tackle, Dylan Wynn at uh, defensive tackle, Julian Hauser at the end position. Linebackers, no changes. This is, I believe, the 25th, 26th game in a row. The Ticats starting the same three linebackers. That, of course, is Simone Lawrence, Jovan Santos Knox, and Cameron Kelly. And no changes from last week in the secondary. You got uh, Kara, uh, Jamal Roll and Siante Evans at the corner, and Darby Jr. and Richard Leonard at half, and Tunde Adelike holding down that free safety spot. Mike Damagala is the starting kicker. Simon Larrier is the starting punter. Gordon White's the long snapper, and Lawrence Woods III is responsible for the kicking and punting return. That's how the Ticats will line up against the, against the Elks. For more, let's hear from Coach O. But Coach O actually started acknowledging yesterday's news of Danny Mack going onto the Wall of Honor. And here's what he had to say on that. 
Well, if it's with D-Mac, we're going to have to have some beer involved. Hey, well-earned and deserved uh, for D-Mac. I can't say enough great things about him. He was an amazing leader. He, and that doesn't mean he was in front of the stretch line. He was out for the coin toss. Uh, he led in different ways, and that was with quiet confidence, uh, preparation, just being an awesome teammate, the things that never showed up that people wouldn't see, being in the locker room, road trips, always taking the blame. He's the first person that taught me that. Anytime we played well, the team played well. Anytime that we played bad, he'd say, I didn't play good enough. And that's, I learned a lesson from coaching from and in playing from Danny McManus. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of great leaders in 1999. You know, I could just name so many on the defense and the offensive side. Uh, but and people that got us fired up and ready to go. But without Danny McManus, we don't win a 99 Grey Cup, and we're not in it in 98 either. So um, well-deserved. Congratulations, Danny. Uh, you know, I sent him a note. Just uh, can't say enough great things. And, and the other thing is if you went around and you made calls, you'd find that yeah, all his teammates, and I would venture to say all, or 99.9 of them uh, would echo the same sentiment in their own words. You know, it's, it's really what goes on between the walls, right? The, the outcome is what it is. That's very easy to see. It's 0-3, that's what it is. Is that our record? 100%. But we've addressed challenges really hard. Uh, we've kept it extremely real with them. And at the same time, we haven't glossed over things that are extremely positive. And that doesn't mean that uh, we're satisfied or we're okay with moral victories, but not everything is terrible out there. We haven't closed out games. We haven't played well enough to win consistently. And it's been in all three phases uh, at times. We've had, you know, we've been in every football game. It's extremely positive. And so I think that's what gets us through to be, that's about as close as I'll let you get in between the walls, is that emphasizing things that we have done well, that we emphasize things that we're seeing better in practice. Uh, but ultimately, we understand. We're, we're paid to win. Uh, I, don't, I don't really even... I, honestly, I can look you in the eye and say I don't even really think about it because the goal is to win. We're, we're going out there to win, and, and losing doesn't cross our mind. We don't prepare to be average. We don't prepare to lose. Uh, Louie will get tired. He can attest. You know, he can finish my sentences for me. But I can't even answer it because it doesn't, it doesn't enter in. It, is it important? Yeah, it's important because it's the next game, and it wouldn't matter if we were playing an undefeated team versus a team with the same record, and that's the most honest answer I could give you. I expect that whatever I would say to this answer, for him to do the opposite. So I don't know if I should do reverse psychology here or not. So here's what I know about Chris for all those things. I, the saying that I always hear is this Chris Jones-led defense. That kind of is the thing that always rings. But having worked with Chris, uh, the time he puts in, the passion that he, he truly does love football. And he, he's not afraid to be on the edge, as we know. And like I mentioned yesterday, he'll, if that means personnel, if that means coaching, if that means quarterback, if that means in-game decision, he's never been shy about making those, but they're calculated. You know, he's a smart football coach. And here's the other thing, I know they'll be ready to play. So how's that for long-winded and, and jump around? But if he, you should be, he's gonna show us things that we haven't seen. And McAdoo, they've been together. They're going to have a plan, and uh, we can't worry about that because it's just going to happen regardless. We have to focus on ourselves. I know this, that each team's only afforded 12 players, so it's all going to be within the rules. 
That is the head coach and president of football operations for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer. As mentioned, Coulter Woodmansey is making his season debut. He was activated off the six-game injured list earlier this week and will get the start at right guard between Jesse Gibbon and Chris Van Zyl. And we had a chance to catch up with Coulter after practice, and here's what he had to say about making his season debut. Oh, I feel fantastic now, 100%, ready to get going. This is my first injury like this, but yeah, I feel good. The training staff was incredible, got me ready to go. Uh, it's a good group, yeah. They got some really talented players on the ball, definitely respect them. I feel like we have a really good game plan to attack them, and uh, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, definitely, we're not really focusing on the past. We're focusing on moving forward and how we're going to be going forward. Wes is a great player. We have a lot of really good backs. We're happy to have him. He's definitely a powerful back. He's in a, We're going to see him make some plays tomorrow. I can't wait to watch him go. Oh, we just have a really good group of people who want to be together. Like all the time, all the veteran guys, everyone who's new, everyone's really gelling well. We want to watch tape together. We want to spend time together. We want to go for lunch. We want to do stuff after practice together. It's not really like that we have to figure it out. It's just happening. We have good people. We have good leadership. It's uh, it's really fun to be a part of. And that is Coulter Woodmansey as he gets set to make his season debut tomorrow a one more piece of audio from after walkthrough today let's hear from the quarterback of the tie cats here's dane evans after walkthrough today oh yeah i was gonna say uh, i don't know is this a test uh yeah it's their i think it's their 36th question mark wedding anniversary so uh yeah shout out mom and dad that's a long time putting up with each other so no it's great um they're gonna go to dinner and stuff like that tonight i already texted them um so yeah congratulations mom and dad it's awesome been a great example. Yeah, I, I love Colt, man. He, he's a hard worker. Um, could, he's one of those guys that last year, as soon as he got here, a um, little rough around the edges. I think he would tell you that too when he first got here. But he's a fighter and a competitor. And uh, what I always tell people when they, ask, when they ask me about him is like, you can tell that this game is important to him. Um, he, he might not be the most technique sound on a, some things, but he's going to fight until he can't fight no more. And I love that. Um, got to know him a lot this offseason when I stayed up here because he was up here. Um, I know he had his wedding this offseason, which he was super stoked about. Um, so I'm, I'm super happy that he's back, um, obviously, to you know help our team out, help our offense out. But just me, I'm happy for him as a guy to be back to doing what he loves. So I'm excited to see him. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say guys are getting tight or anything. It's just we've just been getting bad breaks, man. Um, just some bad luck here and there. Um, kind of just it just happens, you know. Um, could we finish better? Absolutely. In the second in the second half, but also in the first half at the end of the second quarter, we could definitely finish better. Um, so we've been emphasizing that a lot lately. Um, but you know, we just got to like I was telling these guys earlier in the week, we just got to go out there and do it. There's one thing talking about it, but you just got to go do it. And there's no like simulation for that other than going out there and doing it. So we just got to go do it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Yes. Yes, they are. Um, you can tell, obviously, kind of what they want to do um, schematically, but it also you need to know who the personnel is. Right. Um, so it's much like going into the first game of a year almost like where you where you kind of can see some preseason things, but they've shifted so many guys. It does make it tough on us. Um, and also, I know that Chris Jones is a defensive coach, right? Like he's going to have those guys rocking and rolling. They're going to be ready to go. Um, so we know that as well, you know, so. Um, we're getting ready for anything they can throw at us. We, we feel like we're at a good spot, 
And we know the biggest thing is just going to be going and competing. There's going to be some things we haven't prepared for this week. We understand that. But football is a game of reaction and change. So we just got to be able to make that change and then just keep on rocking. Yeah, he's a great guy. I'm glad he's, glad he's here, man. Um, I, I helped him unpack his bag when he came in. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, he, he was he – was, as soon as he got here, he just – it seemed like he fit right away. I know it's only – hadn't even been a week hardly, you know. But um, I was talking to him yesterday after our couple practices this week, and he was just smiling, man. He said he likes the way we do things here. It's a little different, you know, from where he's been in the past. But uh, he likes it, and I think he's, he's going to have a little extra motivation going out there this week. And that, of course, is Dane Evans, quarterback for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. All right, one note to mention as we – I just got handed, like right this second, just got handed the Edmonton Elks depth chart. And a big surprise is that the Elks are starting Trey Ford at quarterback this week. And that, uh, yeah, Trey Ford, the Niagara Falls native, will make his – Season debut starter, CFL debut as a starter. So very exciting. The 24-year-old rookie appeared in all three games so far. Has just one pass for eight yards. He's also rushed the ball three times. And uh, yeah, so it is Trey Ford in for Nick R. Buckles. So that is an interesting development. Uh, going into tomorrow night's game. Uh, for more on tomorrow's game, very pleased now to be joined by the CFL on TSN's Matthew Shinetti. And uh, Matthew, the Ticats are 0-3, but are they an 0-3 football team? I don't think so, Louis, although I will uh, I will point out um, I think the obvious, which is taking away the Great Cup disappointments. This is clearly this early in the season, uh, the kind of regular season regular season um, adversity that this team maybe hasn't had at, at kind of this point. Now, I'm, I'm sure a lot of Sinar would debate me and, and say, listen, we've had injuries and other things that people can't see. Absolutely. But being 0-3 to start the year on a team that is always, especially in the last few years, built to compete for great cups is a um, is definitely, I imagine, disappointment in the locker room. He certainly points to the offensive line and the number of changes that had to be made last week in Winnipeg. Uh, but I also know, and you know this, I think better than anybody else, Louis, uh, being around this team as closely as you are, uh, that there is an attention to detail that is that exists in Hamilton that I can tell you is renowned throughout the league. Uh, other players talk about the focus and attention to detail that Olavis Steinauer and Tommy Condell and Mark Washington have. So as much as, yes, the record is their record right now, um, I don't think it's an indication of a team that's in some downward spiral that's going to continue for weeks on weeks on weeks. To that point, you know Dane very well. I, I'd argue you know him as well as I do, and I would say I know him well too. But uh, this is this is this is eating on him. He's a leader, and he's taking this this is he's taking this personally, as you would expect him to. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a coach's son, right? So this is someone who um, we don't we often talk about quarterbacks who are so focused. Uh, and eat and breathe and sleep the game. And Dane Evans, well, I mean, apart from the fact that he's now raising a little one, uh, that's that 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 certainly is is Dane Evans. And um, I I think what is so um, admirable about Dane is his approach to preparation, which I've always found to be um, very matter of fact. He doesn't overcomplicate things. He doesn't speak in like 
grand explanations. He's like, this is the game. I've grown up with it. I understand. And I, I as he was saying, um, certainly after the game against Calgary to, to us in the media, listen, I saw throws. I saw situations that I knew I wish I could have back. And I saw these little details that I'm going to be harping on and going over. And you know that about Dana. I think for him, uh, starting the season uh, 0-3 is less of a, a pressure-building scenario on him as the starter and all this other stuff. He's the guy. Is he, you know, are, are, are they wondering whether or not they should have picked Jeremiah? Like, that, 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 that doesn't matter to Dane Evans. He's, he's singularly focused on, okay, I'm going to get into my playbook with Tommy Hunter, and we're going to break down what exactly we're missing in terms of whether it's receiver depth, whether it's how I'm moving through my progressions, you know, my own ball security, like – and, and, and like Dane Evans didn't forget how to be a starter or make suddenly making a bunch of mistakes that, that he wouldn't have made if somebody else was behind him, maybe applying a little bit of competitive pressure. This is still Dane Evans, who is a justifiable and verifiable starter in the Canadian Football League. And so many really good quarterbacks in this league, even Boldy by Mitchell, have gone through losing streaks. So um, I would say that this bugs him, but not to a point where it's like an existential crisis. Oh, you know, a, a, a matter of self-belief. Dane Evans believes in himself. He believes in his process. He trusts Tommy Condell. He trusts the offense that they have, and he will work his way through this. Silly to ask this question uh, one month into the season, but is this a must-win game for the Ticats? Uh, well, Canada in Tim Hortons Field. Um, there's a, there's, there really is only one, I would say, absolute 100% must-win game at Tim Hortons Field, and that doesn't happen for a, a, a few weeks yet come Labor Day. Hmm. Um, but, you know, the culture that Orlando Steinauer has built there, and, and I think especially, and this is going back to Ken Austin, but especially with Orlando Steinauer there now at the helm, has been very much about uh, hard-earned success and um, really – if you do the right things, then, then things will fall into place um, and you'll get the benefit of good fortune and all of that. And, and I know, and, I, and I'm looking at the footage of, of Steinauer after that Calgary loss, it looked a lot like the expressions that he had after the Great Cup loss. He is so invested in, in building a winner and he has built a winner. But I don't think that there's ever any panic in, in Orlando. As a coach uh, from, all, from the over 10 years I've known him, He's always been very much about, you know, football is a game that gives and it football is a game that takes away. And right now the, the Ticats are a team that, yes, they have to work. I mean, look at all the things that, 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 that they need to work on, which is, and, you know, injuries and, and other things have, have certainly lent themselves to, to some problems, but the offensive line and being consistent in, in the kicking game are, are things that have come up periodically for this team um, over the last couple of years. But this is not something that on understand hours, pushing any panic button he won't give off any any sense of desperation he's calm he's focused and i think given everything that he's he's accomplished in his time as head coach and obviously taking the team to back-to-back great cup appearances nobody in tim horton's field i'm not saying that they if they lose uh on canada Day, mind you but no one in tim horton's field is going to be like you know this is if he doesn't win this game there's going to be wholesale changes and we need to see different things this is this is literally um their fourth game and, in their, and being their fourth game against, uh, you know, Edmonton, it's at this point, it's it's two football teams. And this is a long season. We're back to the 18 game season. And Orlando Steiner will give you the tropes of we've got to work and effort. And, you know, we will create our own good fortune if we, if we focus in on our details and all the coach speak 
But the fact is, Orlando Steinauer has built a culture in that room that everyone's going to believe that, and nobody's going to be nobody's going to be panicking to a point of we must win this game or our season is done. Matthew, appreciate this as always. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Louis. My thanks to Matthew Shinetti for joining me, and my thanks to you. Could not do the show without your support, so thank you. Uh, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and uh, leave a comment, or you can hit me up on Twitter at B underscore TV. That'll do it for me this week. I am back next week. We'll recap week four, and we'll go into the bye week, hopefully on a high note. Uh, but uh, that'll do it for me. Tomorrow, game day coverage right here on the Ticats Audio Network. And, of course, it gets started with Courtney, Steven, and Mike Daly. So very exciting. And then right up until the final whistle and beyond as the play-by-play crew of RJ and Luke will have the call. Bubba O'Neill, Andy Fantuz with the pre- and post-game coverage. So where would you go? Anywhere else. Why would you go? Because there's no reason to go anywhere else because the Ticats Audio Network has got you covered. I hope you have a great Canada Day weekend. I hope you enjoy the game tomorrow night. Again, we're back Monday from all of us here at the Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at ticats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at ticats.ca. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.